Crystal Craven, a singer, songwriter, and worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. hear or read John 3.16 as a reference, or if you start to hear or read, for God so loved the world, what comes into your mind? I'll admit that with this being the most cited verse as I was growing up in all the church camps and Bible studies that I went to, it unfortunately had become like a rather mindless thing to recite or read, as if I was just simply tapping into the rote memory of it. And just, I mean, really, I was passing over the comprehension of it. So as I grew into adulthood and grew into a deeper personal relationship with Jesus, I started to relook at that verse and to really slow down as I read it and just let it sink in better. And wouldn't you know it that many, many years later, as I recently read over it again, the living and active Word of God had just jumped out with a fresh look yet again. When I read Spurgeon's commentary on this verse, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Spurgeon had outlined a few things and said that in this one verse, God outlines his love for us, his gift to us, and his son, and that brings a hope for our souls. This really got me thinking through this because the life of Jesus with his purpose for coming down and, and just how that all relates to us and our life and our purpose Jesus was sent by the Father on a mission of redemption. He lived a sinless life. He died a brutal death. And he was raised to life to live as our king and high priest forever. So in short, he was sent by God. He lived. He died in his flesh. And he was raised to life. We, on the other hand, being dead in our trespasses, have been raised unto new life in Christ are called to crucify our flesh daily, can live an abundant life in Christ, and have been sent on a mission as his servants to labor in the good works that he has prepared for us. So then in short, we were raised to new life, we die to our flesh, we live for Christ, and we're sent by God. Did you catch that? So Jesus, sent, lived, died, raised, us, Raised, die, live, and sent. So we're following the exact same things that Jesus did, except we couldn't do that in the exact same order because of our sins separating us from God. It was God's immense love in which he so loved us that he worked out a way of redemption that not only covered us, he forgave us our sins because Jesus had taken that punishment and satisfied our just God. But additionally, so that we would be able to walk in Jesus' footsteps that leads us to the Father where he was sent from in the first place. He went from being in heaven with the Father and living perfectly to becoming sin on the cross as he paid the price to cover the cost of redemption for us. And then we go from being buried in our sin to being redeemed getting closer and closer to perfection the more and more that we walk with Jesus to eventually ending up perfect in heaven with our Father. Jesus, 
Emmanuel. It means God with us. He came down to be with us while we were still sinners in order to make a way to bring us up with him where he is in perfection. Jesus paved the way as he came down, and we only need to follow him along our way to the Father who's in heaven. So we don't need to like reinvent anything. We just need to follow the pattern that our creator gave us in himself. So think of your life. Where are you in this life cycle? If you have placed your faith in Jesus, you're definitely raised as a new creation in him. And then really it's, it's only you and the Lord who know whether you're dying to your flesh the way that Jesus calls us to, whether you're living abundant life that comes from abiding in his word and walking in that upward call in which he sent you. And I don't say this to, you know, like put any condemnation or judgment. This is something between you and the Lord and you know where you are in your heart. And um, I just, I would encourage you just take time to sit before the Lord just together, you and him and assess where you are in this spiritual life cycle. It's a, a healthy thing. I mean, are you on track with abundant living and that mission mindedness? I mean, that's great. Have you grown stagnant? Now is the time to revive that weary or complacent soul and just be renewed and refreshed in the God of your salvation. Rise and make the best use of your time in these evil days while you still have breath in your lungs on this side of eternity. But if you've not yet placed your faith in Jesus, surrendering your will and your life to him, today is the day. Your day of salvation is awaiting you. Do you ever see like your Christ following friends, like your family, your acquaintances, your coworkers, and they go through these hardships of life and yet you look on and you see they have joy and the peace about them that you really just can't understand. It's because they have new life in Christ. They're dying to their natural tendencies of pride and hate and deceit and fear and all these other just, well, the things that you think of that you don't like in yourself. <laughs> And this is all by the empowerment of God's spirit. They live for God who loves them and created them. And they're on mission to do the things that he has prepared for them to do. Thing is, is you too can experience the same thing by the same spirit of God, which comes from having a personal relationship with God. He loves you so much. God so loved you. And he's waiting for you to turn away from sin and turn to him because he has the gift of his son ready and willing to give you a new heart, forming in you a new creation in himself. So talk to God today, confess, acknowledge that you have not kept all of his commandments perfectly and ask him to forgive you, to come into your heart. I guarantee you, this is the one decision that you will never ever regret making. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that's crystal with a K.